Sisterhood Podcast. We are your hosts, Maddie and Kate, and we are here to chat about all things motherhood, faith-infused entrepreneurship, and lots of real life. We want you to leave feeling loved, encouraged, and a whole bunch of excitement for where the Lord has you right in this moment. We are so glad you are here. So grab your coffee, matcha, tea, whatever makes you happy, and let's hang out and indulge in some joyful conversations. Welcome back to the Refined Sisterhood Podcast. Kaylin and Maddie here. And guess what? It's a bonus episode today. We're so excited. This is a little surprise for you guys because we have something so big, so, so big launching today. And also a while back on Instagram, we asked all of you to ask us questions and we're going to answer some questions today. But Drum roll, please. (laughs) We are launching apparel today. And we're so freaking pumped. Yes, we have been working on this for a while. And we knew when we started the Refined Sisterhood that this was something we were looking forward to doing and we really wanted to do. And so to have that dream like come to life, we're so excited. And we have so many like cool products that we're just really pumped for you guys to like get your hands on. And we get to wear a lot of the apparel that we've like loved. So we're excited. Yes, we freaking love it. So we're going to give you some of the details. Um, So basically we have launched a couple of cropped tees, Mm. cropped hoodies, um, kind of like an oversized regular t-shirt, a sweatshirt. And for the moms out there, we have some little like onesies and yes. toddler tees and we're so excited but they all have like many different sayings there's one that says like refined by the refiner in a really cute font and mm-hmm. then for the mamas out there there's a mama crop tee with matching toddler and baby onesies that yes. say mama's boy and mama's girl so we're really mm-hmm. excited about that and then we have What else do we have? We have Bloom with Grace. We love that one. And then we also have a t-shirt that says full of purpose. And so, um, and then we have a cute sweatshirt with just florals. So there's, there's lots to choose from. Yeah. Um, when we were like dreaming this up and designing these, we wanted things that are encouraging when you were to see them like in public or just when you're like putting it on. And you can like see the words full of purpose or bloom with grace. It holds a lot of weight with those words. And so we wanted to be really intentional with um, choosing the sayings that was gonna, that were going to be on the t-shirts and the hoodies and all the things. And um, so we're so excited that you guys get to get your hands on these because we're excited. And um, do you want to tell them about like the YouTube and the try on? Yes. So surprise, me and Maddie did a mini YouTube video basically like a try on haul okay so this is our refined by the refiner crop sweatshirt it's super cute we have this one in blue and in black the inside of it is like super soft and we love it it's literally one of our favorites and this is the blue version this is my caitlin's favorite This is our Bloom with Grace crop top. It's super cute. It has this Bloom with Grace and then it has these subtle flowers. You can barely see them in like some light, but it's super cute because it just kind of like catches the light and we love this one. It's literally one of our favorites. This is our full of purpose t-shirt. You can wear it every size with some biker shorts. 
or you can do a little tie in the front, like really cute. It's got some cute little floral details, super cute. This is the Mama Cropped, super cute. I like to wear it with joggers. Super cute, cute little letters. And next we have this sweatshirt. It's super cute. This is actually like an extra large that I ordered. Um, it's kind of big, but I ordered it as an extra large on purpose because that's what I like. I honestly probably could have done a large, but this can be oversized or you can just get like a normal size, but it's got this cute little floral detailing on it. And we have it is wearing our mama's boy little onesie. We have a mama's boy. And then we also have some other ones. All right, so we have the mama's girl onesie. We have a mama's girl toddler shirt and a mama's boy toddler shirt. Let's just talk about how you can purchase. So it's going to go live today at 11 a.m. Mm -hmm. And Woo! we're so excited. Um, and we just, we really want you guys to find something that you love. And we tried to make a variety of different things that different people um, could wear because we know not everybody loves crops. But right. um, yeah, we tried to make it for everyone. And so we really hope that you find something that you love. But yeah. I'm so excited. And like Caitlin said, we'll link it in this episode. Stay tuned for 11 a.m. today and go get your hands on them. If you do purchase something, thank you so much. Yes. Like, we have put our heart into this. We're going to cry. Yeah. And we would love it if you purchase something. And if you do, please like post a picture on your story. Yes. On your tag feed. us. Tag us so we can like share it and just like be so excited <laughs> that you guys yes. like our stuff. Yes. Um, so we're so pumped. Yes. We're going to be epic hype queens. Yes. Tag us on Instagram. We will repost. Um, yes. And yeah, we're just we're really excited. So thank you so much for being here and for supporting us. And we're going to cry lots of happy tears. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, so that's our little announcement for the day. Um, and now we're going to kind of just answer your questions off of Instagram. We did like a ask us anything and we got some juicy ones. Yes. And so we're going to answer those questions for you and Maddie's going to start. So Maddie, what does a typical day look like for you? Okay. Well, <laughs> I have an eight month old and, uh, every day is different. I like to have kind of like a general routine. Of like what my day looks like. So we LOL wake up. routine. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like we wake up at like 7 a.m. Um, he eats and then we feed him breakfast. We play, we hang out, nap time. Um, I work during his nap times. Um, I try to do things like during when he is awake, like folding laundry with him in the room. So trying to like kill two birds with one stone. Um, and then he goes to bed around Starts going to bed around 6.30 and then Sean and I, um, he falls asleep around like 7 and then Sean and I are, have like a little in-house date night every single night around 7 p.m. So that's kind of like my <laughs> generic day. Love it. Ours is very similar. So obviously me and Maddie both have little babies. Yes. Becca is two months younger than Keegan, but our day looks basically the same. Like she does, I try to like implement good routines so that way I can like get stuff done. Yes. And so I basically am the same way. We wake up, he yeah. eats, we play, he sleeps, I work. Yes. I do random house stuff with him awake or asleep. It just depends. And then he goes to bed around seven, two. And then 
I don't know. Some days, me and Hunter just like scrolling our phones because we're exhausted. Yeah, that too. <laughs> we do that. But then other lot. days, we have like actual like conversations, you know, and like watch movies together and stuff. So that's kind of yeah. like a typical work day. It's uh, really just a hot mess. Yeah, honestly, it's just survival. <laughs> like, we have this idea of what we want to get done that day. And then by the end of the day, we're, like, texting each other. And we're like, yeah, it didn't go as planned. <laughs> we got nothing done today. But it's no. fine. No. It's totally fine. So um, another question you guys asked is, um, what are some things you do to pour into your clients? Okay, so me and Maddie both do lots of things to pour into our clients, mm-hmm. and we're just going to give you like a list of them. And so first is handwritten notes. We love yes. to write handwritten notes or just like any kind of like special, sweet, heartfelt email or mm-hmm. like however you want to do it. But specifically, handwritten notes are the bomb to add to gifts or just to like write to your clients on their wedding day or their session day or yeah. whatever. Um, we love handwritten notes. And then encouraging texts, of course. We love to text yeah. them throughout like the whole experience that we give them. Um, and then client gifts, of course. We love to send gifts to our brides. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Um, yeah. So Caitlin and I, we do, both of us do those things. And back to the handwritten notes. It's one thing that I know when I get like a handwritten note from somebody so um, in the mail, like I, yeah, I open the mail and I'm like, okay, bills, 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 bills. Oh my gosh, there's a note from somebody, or like a card <laughs> from somebody, and it's like handwritten, and it can be so simple, but just like the thought that someone went like above and beyond and just took time out of their day to like write something for me and then put a stamp on it and send it in the mail holds a lot of weight with me, and so I know how much special it makes me feel, and I really want to do that like make my clients feel special that way. Mm-hmm. And so doing those things that just gives you like the extra mile um, and makes them feel like a friend relationship and not just a client relationship um, are going to be things that are really going to set you apart and show that you're different to your clients. So um, all the things Caitlin said, um, a lot of times if, I mean, it's harder now that I have a baby um, because I'm more on a time crunch, but yeah, for real. Um, I, if I can, I will. I ask my clients their coffee order um, towards the beginning of their them booking me, and so I have it in their like portfolio. And so if I have time, or if I'm stopping to get myself coffee, um, I will just look at their client por- portfolio and um, or profile. Oh my gosh, and uh, <laughs> see their coffee and coffee order and I will buy it and bring it to them on their wedding day um, without asking them just because I like paid attention and not to like toot my own horn or anything by saying that but like that toot. <laughs> toot, toot. <laughs> that like knowing that I didn't ask them and they see that that just makes them feel special and that's the whole point of like why we why we do our business we don't want to just have that client relationship we want them to feel super special and so Stuff like that. And then sending date night gift cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like I said earlier, treating them like a friend and not necessarily just a client. Yeah. Treating them like a friend is, I mean, that's kind of all the things that we just listed. And that's yeah. like the underlying theme here is just to really like pour into them the same way that you would your best friend or your yeah. neighbor or whoever. And so that is some ways that we like to pour into our clients. Yep. Um, and then another question that you guys asked was engagement advice. And we could literally go on and on and on <laughs> yeah. about a ton of stuff yes. to practice 
while you're engaged. But we're going to give you three things that we think will really help. And so the first one is premarital counseling. Mm -hmm. And this is something that Maddie and I both did with our now husbands. And we are big advocates. I really think that um, going to someone and having them like counsel you and have you like read a book together and like take quizzes to see like, like your compatibility and like not just your compatibility, but like how you're going to like work together. Yeah. Yeah. Strengths and weaknesses, stuff like that. It's really, really important. And that's something that we both are big fans of. Yeah. And going to premarital counseling does not mean like you're set up for a bad marriage or Or you're failure. Yeah. Or (laughs) yeah. Or you're like, your relationship is not good. Um, I feel like it, it. it's so, so good. Premarital counseling was one of the best things that Sean and I have yes. ever done. And it, it was honestly fun. Like We look forward to it every week mm-hmm. um, because and we have known each other our whole lives. But being in premarital counseling, we found things out about each other that we're like, oh, I didn't know you needed to be. That's how you needed to feel loved or what yeah. you needed to feel loved or um, oh, good. Like there are things that when we take those quizzes, I saw a lot of my weaknesses and which all of our weaknesses were like very out on the table with those quizzes, but there were weaknesses I had no idea. About. Oh yeah. And, um, so those were kind of brought to the surface and it made us dive into conversations, but having like spiritual counsel and biblical counsel to help walk us through that and like what that looks like stepping into marriage was just so great. And so that, and, um, one thing that we always preach to brides is just enjoying the season that you're in, um, the season of being engaged, because that is one season in your life that like you don't get back and it is very short lived. Um, and it's fun because you're super giddy, you know, for that wedding day or you're super stressed yeah, and you like lose sight of the entire point of it. Yes. Preach it, Kaylee. <laughs> Preach it. And so just like stepping back and being like, okay, I only get this season once and I don't want by the time my wedding day is here to be like, oh, dang, like it's here. I'm ready for it to be over because that was the most stressful thing I've ever been through. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't want to like rush it away or make it cause arguments between you yeah. and um, your soon-to-be husband. And so – yeah, enjoying the season that you're in and just being like, you know, whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. We can plan all we want, but whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And I want to walk through this season of just with or with pure joy. Yeah. And ultimately, a lot of the things that will cause you stress or that you're like rushing by, those things, like they don't necessarily matter in the grand scheme grand scheme of things right. like if you're stressing about like, oh, my gosh, this about the wedding day or caterer and yada, 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 like those things don't actually matter the day after the wedding. Like none of it well, does. Like, the only none, thing that matters yeah. is that you get married. Yeah. And now you're starting this marriage thing. And so right. that kind of leads us into the last thing is evaluating the posture of your heart. And this is something that I feel really passionate about. And yes. um, I definitely think a lot of girls struggle with this. You like want to get be engaged so bad for so long a lot of times. And mm-hmm. then you get to your engagement and then you just want to be married and you're so excited and you're ready for the big day and you like want the dress and the, the food and the venue and all this stuff. And you don't even think about yourself and like where your heart's at and the whole time it's really just been looking at like, 
wedding day instead of after the wedding day. Right. And I've seen my friends go through it. I even went through a season of like wanting to be engaged at one point and then realizing that like the Lord was like, um, no, sweetie, like you're not ready yet because all you care about is the wedding part the production. of it. And so um, that's a big thing is evaluate your own heart and just like allow the Lord to grow you in that season instead of like trying to rush it away and just ready to be married. Like let him grow you and let him like prepare your heart. For sure. Because that night, like after your wedding is over, you're left with you and your husband Mm -hmm. and you have to know who you are because there's not another wedding day the next day. There's not another planning wedding coming up where it's distracting you. You have you and your husband and you need to know yourself. And um, so just like Hannah said, really evaluate the posture of your heart and the things that bring you joy, the things that steal your joy, the things that um, you need to change, you need to focus on. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. The next question we got asked was, what does your off season look like? And Caitlin and I are both photographers and we just came out of busy season from weddings and like fall sessions and all the sessions in the fall that take <laughs> place. And so we just, January is pretty much like the last two weeks of December after Christmas. It's kind of yeah. when photographers slow season starts. So right now we're in like the thick of our slow season, which yes. hallelujah praise Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, So you can go ahead and like talk about some of the things that you're doing. Yeah. So we treat our off season like a reset. So yeah. a lot of times it's kind of nice that our off season kind of starts in January because that's kind of what you want to do at the beginning of the year anyways. But we like to prioritize rest and sometimes Mm -hmm. it's hard, but I specifically this year have been resting so much. Like I've taken so many days off because I have to remember like throughout the year, there are days I work sometimes seven days a week. And I hate saying that out loud, but like there are days when I like don't put down my computer or there are weeks when I don't put down my computer at all for like 14 days straight. And that's just the truth. Or I'm shooting or I'm doing all these things. And then all of a sudden I'll look back and be like, oh, I worked 16 days in a row. Whoops. So um, we prioritize rest and sometimes we take off five days in a row in January and that's okay because we work a butt ton during the year. And so five um, days girl we take a week oh yeah i mean i've been i mean i've been <laughs> off since like christmas i've yeah which I there's really nothing worked. wrong with that like if you saw like how much we work and not just us but yeah. pretty much every single photographer in the fall season it is every single day not just shooting we shoot every day <laughs> but i mean like the editing and sending proposals and yeah. like emailing it is all day long emails every single day (laughs) and weddings every single weekend sometimes I know one week in the fall for me I had four weddings in one week which was so (laughs) stupid but like that's just how it wasn't your fault though it was a lot because of COVID reschedules exactly exactly but like that's how just a glimpse on how busy we are oh yeah and so if you went through that or if you just want some freaking rest just know you can take time <laughs> off and rest. Yes, rest is so 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 important and that's what we prioritize. On yeah. top of that, we try to spend our off season praying through the year, praying through mm-hmm. our future brides, our future clients and just praying over our own hearts. And yeah. so that's one way that we kind of like prepare. Yeah, so. for sure. We 
try to, like Caitlin said, pray over all those things, but also like pray for the Lord to reveal things to us that yeah. maybe he wants us to like redirect. Um, maybe that's within our business or just our personal life. And there's a lot I know in the months of like January through April for me, where the Lord does a lot of refining in my heart every single year. I notice it every single year. It's always like this time of year because one, I'm intentionally praying, like Lord, yeah. refine the things that you need refined and um, or you want refined and bring things to my attention that maybe you want to take away that you want me to start doing, whether that's personally, uh, professionally, anything like that. And then going with that, we also start the year, which I feel like everyone does this, yeah. and not just if it's off season, but we try um, at the beginning of the year to you know, plan for that year. And um, that's like for us, updating all of our workflows, reevaluating our workflows, um, updating like guides, updating our pricing for the year, updating website, maybe forecasting for how much you're going to make that year, um, stuff like that. Yeah. And then there's the dreaded one. Taxes. (laughs) Yes. So we both have been spending a lot of time because we have babies, so we can't just sit down and do it all in one day. We've been spending a lot of time working on our taxes and trying to prepare for that coming up, which is such a fun time. But yeah, so that's another way that we get ready for the year. And then, of course, once we're rested and we feel like we're preparing and stuff, we like to have coffee dates because we don't get a lot of those no. throughout like our actual work year or work time. And so we try to take time and like reconnect with friends and just like be a um, actual human. Yes. Not behind our <laughs> Be a normal human. Like how a lot of people have weekends. What are those? Like, yeah. We, I know. <laughs> we have January. Yeah. <laughs> but the weekends that I've had all so far are just, I'm like, what am I supposed to do with myself? Like, what does a normal human do on a Saturday? <laughs> For real. That's so funny. Um, and then a lot of times this time of the year, it's a perfect time to like re-edit some of your old photos. Maybe you've changed your style a little bit and you want to like have some content for social media or your website. And just get re-inspired. Yeah, very true. Just because the fall can like kind of suck that out of you because mm-hmm. you're doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over. And so resetting and you know re-editing some of those photos can re-inspire you but also just get you ready for what the next this new year is gonna look like yeah for sure and ultimately we just kind of set our year up for success we do everything that we possibly can to set the rest of the year up to be a good year Mm -hmm. like financially spiritually physically all of those things we try to like really hone in on how we can be successful in all areas when it comes to work. And so, yeah. Um, the next question that you guys asked us was how to set yourself apart in a saturated industry. So we're going to talk a little bit about this. This is going to be an entire podcast episode, but we just kind of want to touch on a couple of these. So one way that you can set yourself apart from the other people in your industry is just by being yourself. And this is something that's so, so, so important to do from the beginning. Um, People want you for you. They don't necessarily like just want a photographer or they don't just want someone who sells clothes or whatever you do. Like they want you and your brand and your personality. And like, that's what people are drawn to. So if you think about it, like whenever you're buying products or you're buying services, like you don't just go look at like their photography style or 
their videography that they've done or like different weddings that they've planned. Like if you, if you're looking for a planner, you're looking for like who they are and like what kind of personality they Mm -hmm. have and what kind of ways y'all click. And so it's really important for you to think about that whenever you're trying to stand out because people don't just want your products. They want you. Exactly. And when I'm like mentoring photographers, I tell them this all the time that, um, being yourself and showing up as yourself is going to stand out because like you are the only you that there is. And like Caitlin said, people, I I know for myself personally, I've gotten inquiries where they've said they've never met me, but they've seen me on Instagram and like followed me on Instagram and they don't care what my price is. Yep. They want to book me because they want me to be their photographer, my personality my brand, the way I serve people, they want me. They don't care about the price. They want me. And so that is such a big way to stand out um, in this industry. And then leading into that is, or leading into something else is like, you know, not copying. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not copying someone else's brand. So we want to talk a little bit about this because you want to set yourself apart. So you Mm -hmm. don't want to be like, someone else in your industry. Now, when you start out in whatever industry you're in, it's going to be normal to like look to someone else and like what they do and like how they do things or what their website looks like, different things like that. And that's okay. You can get inspiration. You can learn from them and you can like take some of the things that like they do and use that as inspiration and run with it and come up with your own creative ideas. However, we being in the industry, in the photography industry, as long as we have, have so many times seen people copying other photographers. And it's very noticeable when it happens because a lot of times it'll be copying a website or copying Instagram stories or even taking the way that someone talks and like talking exactly like them. Mm -hmm. And yes, someone might inspire you that you really look up to, but their brand is their brand. And like you yourself are your own person. So when you're taking someone else's stuff and copying theirs, I mean, you might be doing something that you can't even live up to in your brand. And it's not fair to the person that you take things from to look just like theirs and try to present it as your own because you have your own creativity and you can be yourself and you don't have to worry about being someone else. Right. Um, I have a lot to say about this, but Caitlin and I are going to do another episode on this. Um, but for it's not helpful to you as an entrepreneur. It's also not beneficial for the client that you're booking. No, definitely not. If you're portraying to be this person and you're speaking a certain way and you're acting a certain way on your like social media, um, on your website. But then they hire you and they get to know you and you're not that person. Is There's going to be a disconnect. Yeah. Um, they're not going to be satisfied in some way because something's off. Who they thought they booked is not the actual person behind that screen. Right. And so it's not helping you in the long run because, like Caitlin said, it's something that a lot of times you might not be able to live up to. And I'm not saying that in like a prideful way. We mean that in... That's just not who you are as a person and you are enough and what you give is serving to people and you don't have to be this person that you inspire or are inspired by. You can be 
who you are. And like I said, you are the only you. Yeah. So we just wanted to speak a little bit on that and on comparison, because I know it's really easy to compare your own work to someone else's work, especially someone who's like way further ahead in the industry. And that's not okay. Like, just remember you are the only you that there is. And you have something special to give your clients that that person that you look up to, they can't give their clients because they're not you. And so take who you are and what you believe in and the way that your personality is and mold it into a brand that like truly represents who you are. And if that changes over time, because Maddie and I have both experienced this, um, if your brand has to change because your personality changes, that's okay too. And this is just something that we we feel really passionate about. Like be yourself because people are going to love you for who you are. And Yes. We love you for who you are. So yeah. just remember that. Yeah, for sure. And um, one thing I do want to say about it before we're done talking about this is um, just <laughs> you can get inspiration from people. But when it, it goes along the lines of you're actually taking and copying words yeah. and structure and your Instagram and everything, just know that is not just inspiration that is copying and we want you to feel like you are enough as the business owner that you are the photographer the videographer whatever you are you are enough and um also every time this has happened to both of us i know that we have noticed or someone has yeah. reached out and told us and that is not a fun position to be in no definitely not. um so just be yourself and we it, promise you're going to stand out. Exactly. You, you can stand out being yourself and for the sure. saturated market. It, I mean, it really doesn't exist. There's enough clients to go oh, around. For so. sure. There are so many clients <laughs> to go around and we can all share. And yeah, you're going to be the best business owner for your business. So. Yes. All right. So the last question that y'all asked us is what is something fun or new your child is doing right now? So I'm going to let Maddie go first because okay. I have to think about it. Um, He's at a really fun age right now. Um, He just turned eight months old and he's like his personality has been coming out over the last few months, but specifically in the last like few weeks, he started doing this like nose scrunch thing. It's really oh my really gosh, cute. it's adorable. <laughs> um, yeah, this little nose scrunch thing, and he like laughs. He just stares at me and laughs at me because I probably look ridiculous. <laughs> um, but just like his little personality, and he's like moving around everywhere. He can literally get wherever he wants um, by scooting backwards, like literally throughout <laughs> our whole house. And yeah, it's. It's a whole new ball game, actually, but it's fun. Sounds fun. Um, Beckett has been well, actually a lot of things have changed over the last couple of weeks, but he has been officially like trying to reach for my food. Like I can't eat a taco without him thinking he needs a taco. And I'm <laughs> like, sir, I'm like, sir, um, you eat pureed food right now. We're not even like to the point. Like, <laughs> like you're not even six months yet. Chill out. And so, but he gets honestly. I mean, the Hanes love some food, so yes. um. He He's been doing that. And then also, I don't know, he's been babbling more. And it's like something new every few days. So it's like a really fun season. I agree. And he really is doing like fun things. He's like talking a lot. It's great. Yes. (laughs) He's so sweet. We love our baby boys. Yeah, we do. It's always something fun. But okay, those were the questions that you guys asked. Um, We hope that 
you know, you got something from this. We hope that you learned something about us as business owners, as individuals. And don't forget, we have apparel launching at 11 (laughs) a.m. So go check it out. And if you purchase anything, let us know so we can just personally thank you guys. And thank you for listening. We appreciate you being here and just supporting us. So we love you guys. Bye. Bye. We had so much fun getting to hang out with you today, and we hope that you're feeling encouraged, loved, and full of purpose. If you've enjoyed today's podcast episode, we would absolutely love it if you would write us a review so that we can hear how we encouraged you. And if you haven't subscribed, go do that right now. Also, you can join the sisterhood by finding us on Instagram at The Refined Sisterhood. Okay, friend, we hope you have the best week, and we will see you in the next episode.